Hello and welcome back to Caverns and Krakens. This is part two of our Fate Core one-shot. Our GM this week is Bo Wright. Leslie Colton is playing Yuri, a lovable dwarf and half-brother to the Sorrow Twins. Caden Haywood is playing Hadrian Sorrow, an angsty halfling studying fire magic. And I'm Ethan Despain, playing Ernest Sorrow, a go-with-the-flow halfling who looks for the good in everything. This episode will contain mild expletives, but we'll try to keep things reasonable enough for any blue-nose sensitivities. What does Yuri look like? I'm picturing Yuri as like six, six. Oh, no. Yuri's a halfling. Yuri is like the tallest halfling. Yuri is like four, six. Yeah. And built like a barrel. Yeah. Yuri is a dwarf, but thinks he's a halfling. <laughs> oh, that's, that's even oh. better. Yes. Yes. So Yuri is a dwarf just using halfling magic because Yuri lives among the halflings. <laughs> so let's jump back into it. The demon holds their hand out and goes, Oh, hi, my name is Frank. Nice to uh, meet you, too. (laughs) We have a nice handshake. (laughs) (laughs) We're still in initiative, so... Is it me next? Yuri, you were next. Okay, I rolled a four fight roll from earlier. Oh, my gosh. I rolled a one, and I have a plus three. So I would like to deck Frank across the face. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have Frank roll defense. We'll give Frank a plus one to physique. Frank rolled a minus one, so zero. I rolled a four. That is a success with style. So, mm. yeah, you can place a boost on this. Okay, Yuri is just screaming, Get away from family! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Yuri, here's the boost. Yuri is protecting the others. If somebody takes damage, you can jump in. Yuri will be the first to take damage. That is your boost. So Frank goes, Well, I didn't see that coming. I'm here to talk things out with you. Are we good to talk? Oh yeah, we're perfect to talk. Talk to us. <laughs> Ernest. Yuri's just in a power stance, you know, in front of the family. Yuri, man of few words. I mean, full disclosure, we are on a quest to find the Demon's Bane artifact, which I assume is something you would not like us to do. So I'm not sure how this can be a friendly conversation. So Cornelius didn't explain anything about this to you, huh? No, he kind of died. <laughs> I would have asked him, but he died right before. Wait, this is Frank talking? Frank knows Cornelius? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. Also, how do you know him? Well, who do you think is protecting the United Halfling territories? Not demons, I would venture to assume. Mm, I am. Okay. Let me explain the deal. I need an army. Cornelius was willing to sacrifice souls to build me that army. In exchange for that, I protect you from the other demons. Oh, With your army? Mm, I don't need an army to stop these other demons from coming through. Whoa. What's your army for, then? Why don't you roll to convince Frank? Okay. Frank isn't just an evil villain that's going to monologue her plans right away. (laughs) Uh, I just want to say that Ernest does not think that that's an important question. 
can I use my plus two to rapport? Yeah. Because I honestly don't think this army is for anything bad. Listeners, Ethan's character has a stunt where when he approaches something in an optimistic manner, he gets a plus two to an empathy or rapport roll. I think the drugs are keeping him very optimistic. <laughs> if Ernest was sober, he would definitely be more cognizant of like the implications of what's going on, but he is not cognizant. <laughs> okay, so that is a four total. Dang, you normally would not have succeeded, but you did pretty well, and you had your stunt. Frank looks at you and goes, Well, I'm not a fan of how things are being run in Hell in the Abyss. The demons worship chaos. I once did, but even a demon can change. So true, so true. Ernest, I'm pretty sure you don't know anything about demons. I'm super smart, Adrian. <laughs> you don't give me enough credit. The devils run an unceasing war that keeps them from establishing any order in the plains. I want to rework hell, and I need to be in charge to make that happen. Yuri wants to give some advice. Yes, Yuri. Yuri gives great advice. I would like to persuade Frank against making enemies of this halfling nation and, like, taking these halfling and this community's souls. So you're trying to tell Frank to get souls somewhere else? Yeah, and I have an aspect that is gives surprisingly good advice established <laughs> at the beginning. That's right. <laughs> You know when you're giving advice to the main antagonist? So I think the advice Yuri says is, Make friend, not enemy. Us here in this community, we would make good friend to Frank, not enemy to Frank. Maybe get soul, army of soul, friend elsewhere. And I would like to roll like a persuasion or like something. I think that would probably be like an empathy roll to try to persuade Frank. Yuri, every time you speak, it just blows my mind. You give such good <laughs> advice. I will roll rapport, and do I get... So that's a four, but do I get any pluses for having that aspect? You can spend a fate dice if you have one uh, to get a plus two by invoking your aspect. I'm spending the fate dice, so that's the plus two. So that was a six total. Six total. Okay, interesting. For this one, I set a passive opposition in my head of plus six. So that means you have tied. When you tie in fate, that means it's like a success with a twist. Like you don't get what you wanted and neither does the other person essentially. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Frank looks at you and goes, well, that's interesting that you think I'm not a friend here because the way I see it, 10 years ago, you all were being slaughtered. Thousands of halflings died. All I ask for is two a month. And they're not being wasted. They're going to a good cause. Two a month's not bad, Yuri. <laughs> two a month is too high. We can bargain. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I want to reshape the abyss to be a place where instead of torturing souls for eternity and using them to wage war against each other and endless battles, we could make this a rehabilitation. That's a really good cause, Yuri. <laughs> Two a month is pretty good for that. You can give me more enlistees for my army. You can continue the draft. Or I won't hurt you. But this artifact, you're already two days overdue. You'll lose my help, and I won't stop any demon portals from can appearing here. There are two halflings here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah there are two halflings here this is the moment Ernest leans to Yuri and says wait hold on two of what oh I so want to like do like a dramatic <laughs> moment where Yuri's like oh it's just a really good cause and like gives stepbrother's <laughs> big hug 
<laughs> and like oh jumps God. in with them or something, but uh, that I don't think that's Yuri's character. <laughs> but I so want to do it. That is amazing. I say, what if two more right now and no more later? Then you're just pushing the problem one more month. You'll keep it good for one more month, and then once the month's up, this was a pact. This was a blood pact. I'm keeping my side of it. If you all don't keep your side, the artifact breaks. It's not that simple. You can't just sacrifice yourself and have everything be hunky-dory. Where do you get these halflings? I don't get the halflings. That's up to you to decide. You bring them to me. Okay. Can we do like a huddle? Huddle, huddle. Yuri had very scary thoughts and Yuri <laughs> is freaked out. <laughs> See, those are called intrusive thoughts, Yuri. And you don't have to act on them, but everyone gets them. It's okay. That's the first part of the huddle. Go on, Hadrian. You have the talking I, stick. I think there is a way that this could be okay. Now, I would rather be able to wash my hands of this, but there are a lot of really evil halflings. I think they all died, though. They've been disappearing. (laughs) (laughs) See, ideally, we pay this debt with evil halflings. Yuri, why don't you give me a lore roll based on what you said there, actually? How long do the drugs last? I have one more invoke. You can call it if you want to, like, take an action on behalf of the drugs, and then they will be clearing up. Can I use the last point to say that when Hadrian says he wants to wash his hands of this, I look down at my hands and like it starts to wear off and I see the blood and I pass out. Yeah, I will <laughs> allow you to. Now the drugs are gone. And I pass out in a pool of blood. Uh-huh. Gosh, dang okay. it, Ernest. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, no, I want to re-roll the initiative right now. And okay. I want to invoke Big Hug. The brother give big hug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll, like give him a big hug so he doesn't fall in the pool of blood. Ethan. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, You have a spades five. Okay. Caden, you have a five of hearts. So Caden, you are before Ethan. Leslie, you have a jack. So you are the highest. So we'll say that I look down at my hand and I see that it is blood and I start to pass out as Yuri has seen before. <laughs> I have much experience. He's sobering up. <laughs> okay. So Yuri, what are you doing now? I'm giving stepbrother big hog. Four stepbrothers. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to catch Ernest from falling in the blood. So, Ernest, as you collapse, Yuri catches you. You're not going to fall into the okay. blood. Okay. This is better. <laughs> so what are we doing? Do we have a deal? Are you going to continue the pact? I would like to find an alternative or... I don't want to make this deal, guys. Party members. Leslie doesn't want to make Yuri make this deal. Yuri is too pure of soul. (laughs) Ethan would love to be able to find a workaround, but I am struggling to think of an alternative. Hadrian. Yeah? What are your thoughts on this whole situation? You said you think it's a good cause? Okay, if there is a way to, you know, if we can select which halfling, because it's either we choose who dies or the demons choose who dies. And I think it might be better if we're in control of that decision. I don't know. What do you guys think? I want to investigate to see if there's, like, anything about this artifact or, like, any workarounds that Frank isn't letting on. Okay. Before you do that roll, Frank looks at you guys and goes, I can tell you need some time to think it over. Let me make this real easy for you. Bring me more souls by the end of the night, or I'll know that the deal is up and 
my protection will be finished here. And then Frank is gone, and the flames return on the candles. Well, shoot. Ernest is going to wake up now, I guess, and then immediately throw up on Yuri because I am right next to the spinning portal of blood. <laughs> Isaiah, sorry, Yuri. Why, why are we in the blood room again? Well, we figured out <laughs> what this blood room does. Can we finish this conversation outside of the blood room? Well, I'm trying to investigate the scene to see if there's anything that we can use as bargaining chip. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes and just ignore how slippery the floor is. And I'm going to try to walk out of the room. <laughs> At least walk away from the portal. Can I roll, like, an investigate thing? Like, what is this thing in the center? Is there a way to purify it? Yes, you can roll to try to figure something out. I'm going to offer a compel to our boy Ernest here. Ernest, you're so wigged out by being back in the blood room that you want to run all the way back to the university. You don't want to be here anymore. Uh -huh. Okay. The way it works in fate is that if you want to refuse the compel, you have to spend a fate point to refuse. Yeah, I will spend a fate point to reject that impulse. Pushing down the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> back to Yuri. Tell me how you're trying to investigate this. Are we pulling some sort of spell out? Yeah, I'm just trying to look at it for now, but I, I think Yuri is like, there's a lot of iron and blood. I am earth. Oh. Can I pull like a magneto and figure out how to like get the blood that's on the ground like back into where it's supposed to go? Would that work? I feel like moving blood is more of like a water bending thing than an earth bending thing. So I'm going to say it's a harder role for you to do. I would say that would only be like a tier one spell using my system for like a waterbender, but we're going to say it's a tier two spell for you if you want to pull that off. Okay. But would that like be something where we could like maintain this artifact with magic? I think is what I want to know before I like try and do this thing. You're going to have to find out basically. Okay. I'll roll my magic and I get a five. Okay, that means that you succeed. So, with a five, you are able to successfully use the high iron content of blood to pull that blood back in. And it's all back in there, but it hasn't sped up at all. You see more of it starting to fall back on the floor. Ernest is standing outside of the warehouse and he is going to run over to the closest butcher shop. Okay. A butcher shop? Okay. Yes. Or like fish market or something because it's yeah. on the docks. Ernest is going to buy like a live fish and a dead fish. Okay. Okay. We'll do a bag with a fish and then also like a fish that has just died. And then Ernest is going to, he looks away while they, while they cut the fish's head off. And then Ernest is going to bring them to the room, steal himself, and then first throw the dead fish into the portal. For science in academia. <laughs> Does anything happen? The dead fish falls through the other side, unaffected. <sighs> Ernest opens the, the bag with the fish in it and looks at the fish and says, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and throws the live fish through the portal. The, the live fish does, like, you see that the blood in it gets sucked out and joins the uh, surrounding blood. It's consumed. It's gone. And then you just hear the voice of Frank go, Seriously, dude? It's not going to work, man. 
If you get enough fish. How many fish will it take? The souls of fish can't help me build an army. You underestimate the souls of fish. <laughs> and then you feel the, um, the temperature returns and Frank is gone Ooh. again. Okay. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Yeah. Can I roll... It would be academics, right? Not magic. Basically like an, ar- an arcana check to see like what kind of magic this is. Yeah. I'm going to roll academics then. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled <laughs> minus four on my dice. <laughs> minus four? Plus two. So that's a minus two. Critical <laughs> failure. Yeah, that is a critical failure. Typically, what it, it like one of the things it recommends is when somebody rolls that badly, you use it in advantage to like the enemy. But I can't really think of a way to do that. Oh, Here's something. You guys hear footsteps approaching the warehouse you're in. Oh. It sounds like there's people outside getting ready to come in. Can we close the door real quick? <laughs> yeah, you can close the door. You can barricade it. I am starting to do that. Do you guys agree or not? What are your thoughts? Yeah, close it. Okay, yeah, we close the door and we're barricading it. <laughs> we're like standing up against it. As you barricade this door... You hear, who is it? <laughs> a familiar voice. It's the voice of V, and she goes, How long are we gonna play this game? You guys know I have a lot more people out here than you have in there. We'll break this door down eventually. What, what do you want? Stop the madness, man. Yuri does not have any ideas of how to do that. Yuri is just very sad. It's simple. We stop sacrificing people. Then what happened? We deal with the demon portals as they come. This is not okay. This is not humane. This is not an acceptable thing. Yuri knows that agrees. If we don't, the demons will kill us. That's a better fate than killing each other slowly. I think Yuri wants to unbarricade the door. As you unlock the door, she walks in pretty confidently. She goes, don't you understand... Cornelius wasn't picking people that were bad. Isn't it interesting that anyone who ever criticized him slowly seemed to disappear? Oh. You can't trust anyone with this. It always becomes corrupt. I don't know what to do. Cornelius seemed like a good person. And Frank already said that we could not sacrifice ourselves. What if we sacrifice ourselves to buy time in order that you, who has all the answers... Yui could be smart person and would have one month to come up with solution. We'd sacrifice <laughs> ourselves to put the responsibility on you. Why? No. Wait, Frank, can you come back in here? Frank, are you, are you around still? Are you still on the line? Throw another fish in there. You feel a little <laughs> bit of a chill. Like, it seems like Frank's listening, but Frank is tired of running circles. Like, unless you convince <laughs> Frank with something nude. The Frank's not going to come back. So, Frank, the people that are uh, jumping into the portal, they're joining your army, right? They're not, like, dying? They're joining my army in the afterlife. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's, like, the same as this life, right? But just after? <laughs> yeah, sure. That, that's a good way to think about it. What's your, like, benefits package like? <laughs> benefits package? <laughs> yeah, how much do you pay your uh, your soldiers? <laughs> do, you pay for, do you pay for college? Health insurance? spirit insurance (laughs) spirit insurance how good is frank i'm trying to figure that out right now momo has repeatedly said (laughs) frank is not evil obviously frank is less good than momo is aware right but i do think there is some kernel of truth i think frank is utilitarian to the max 
So more Frank, the mechanism. More the mechanism. <laughs> Frank is willing to let some souls be sacrificed to make an army because it's better than all the other people dying. And Frank sees it as being a net positive thing. Yeah. So Frank goes, My soldiers are treated very well. And after I win, they will be placed in respectable positions. So, um, okay, here's a question. Does your portal take demons? Can we throw demons into the portal, or is that not how your portal works? Does your portal have to be halflings? Yeah, and why is that? Why does it have to be halflings? Yes, it seemed racially motivated, and yeah. you may feel very discriminated <laughs> against. Whoa, 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 you guys, you, you think I only accept halflings? <laughs> Any sentient life form will do. A fish isn't going to do, but you want to send me dwarves, you want to send me humans, sure. It's just, it's been halfling since that's who I made the deal with. I got you, Frank. Sorry for being facetious and misleading you a bit. But you said you could take the demons if you only need, well, okay, we'll say... I don't want this to be racial, but like one demon equals two halflings, probably. If we could just catch one demon every month, if you could just let one demon through every month, we'll throw them in your portal and we'll build your army and be protected from the demons, right? That's a win-win. Remember, in the abyss and in hell, demons and devils own souls. We use them to wage war. I want to put an end to that, but right now I have to use that system so I can put myself in charge to stop that. I can own mortal souls. I can't own another demon. That doesn't help me at all. I was going to suggest we do like a rehabilitation for demons to like help them overcome their like natural prejudices. And then we send them your way through the portal. Believe me, I would love to do the same thing. I only lost my evil nature because it was stolen from me and I'm glad it was. Oh, who stole it from you? He's dead. Dang it. We could have used him. You killed him? I didn't kill him. He died thousands of years ago. Okay. Hmm. How do we throw mortals into your portal while not killing any mortals or compromising... Uh, nope. Without killing any mortals. Draw the line there. <laughs> Frank goes, <laughs> be assured what you're doing, it's for a good cause. I will win. I've been grooming a future god. I will have the power to take over. You aren't throwing these souls in vain. I will make the world a better place. <laughs> E, come into this conversation. We need some help. We're having a hard time. Yeah. This is a morally gray zone, and this feels like we need some more voices. I, I like how we roped Frank back into this. <laughs> I was so ready to say no. E, talk to Frank. Tell him your side. I am making a will roll. E is terrified by seeing a demon appear. E is left. Oh, dang it. Eve runs out. E, she's Can nice. Can Yuri run and push E back? Give us your smarts and talking good. <laughs> okay, so E goes to leave. I'm not going to make you roll for that. Yuri, you tackle E. <laughs> so E is like, <laughs> the answer is you don't make a deal with a demon. How hard is that for you guys to understand? But demon is not evil. If we die, we die. What do you mean the demon's not Every demon is evil. Demon not evil. Evil nature got stolen from demon. Oh, because it told you that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know what Frank was pretty vague about the details about getting her uh, evilness stolen. Yeah, you know, I agree with you, E. I think we shouldn't do this. I think we should either dispatch this demon or... I, I don't know. Frank, are you going to try and fulfill your plan even without our help? Look, I already told you I'm not going to hurt you. 
you can continue to buy my protection and keep the pact, or my protection is up. Let the demons do what they may. And then Frank disappears. That's Frank. <laughs> we were in the middle of a conversation. We're I'm sorry. Cool. I'm sorry I got mad at you. Frank is rude. <laughs> I understand you're busy. Okay, so Hadrian, I hear what you're saying, and I think that makes sense. But I also think we should do this. We're getting protection from the demons now. And if Frank succeeds, then we're also getting protection from demons and devils in perpetuity. Like, it makes a lot of sense to me, you know? It seems like a net positive all the time. I guess the the downside is murdering people, which is an issue, morally. But we could find a way around that, I think. Family must put to vote. How alive do they have to be to have their soul still captured? Because we could turn this place into a hospital or like a retirement home. (laughs) And as soon as people are kind of, you know, reaching the end, (laughs) they could choose to walk through the portal. And that's a nice like resolution (laughs) to your life. You walk through the fun portal. Uh, So as you say this, you hear he didn't come alone. Remember, he threatened to bang down the door. When you let E in, they stopped, but it's been a while, and they're starting to get worried. You have people actively trying to break down the door, but he looks at you and goes, so it's a willing thing, huh? Yeah, right? Yeah, we we don't, we're not in favor of murder. I don't want to kill people. Yeah. I'll have my people stand down for now. For now is good. And then he walks out. And the banging stops. So uh, who would we uh, talk to to kind of get these things in place? Is there a town council of some sort? I hear council is very popular method of government these days. <laughs> you find a town hall where the council of halflings work. <laughs> ding, 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 emergency session. Hi, my name is Peggy. How can I help you? We need an emergency situation. Halflings have been dying And we think we have a solution that doesn't involve people dying unhappily. Yes, that. Yeah. We're booked for another two weeks, but if people have been dying, that sounds sounds pretty serious. I'm just trying to invoke the energy of Ethan's (laughs) (laughs) council type. (laughs) Let me go see if I can work you in. And then she disappears (laughs) with the clipboard. Wow, council these days have gotten so good, you know? They really accommodate the needs of the people. Very efficient. How come not everywhere has council? Everywhere should have council as efficient as this. I would be surprised if there was a place that didn't have a council. (laughs) (laughs) Councilman Harrison said he can squeeze you in. Oh, perfect. Great. Did you tell him it was sensitive? We keep everything very confidential, yes. Wow, just like every other... You're so good. That's a very good council. Love to see councils in action. (laughs) Councilman Harrison, we uh, want to discuss some news pertaining to some things going on with the late Cornelius Farnsworth. May he rest in peace, in spite of some of the things he did. Yes, he saved our country. Yes, very, very good man. So uh, we have some bad news for you. Yes, I, I heard he died right here in the paper, and it has, like, a picture of you guys. And you, you were selected to be the ones in charge of the demon main. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. That's uh, that's what we came here to talk about. Uh, Hadrian, do you want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay, we, uh... you're gonna give breakdown <laughs> and explain everything. Once upon a time, Cornelius <laughs> make deal with demon in order to protect from other demons. 
but said demon need two souls a month in order to maintain security of portal and demon trade souls very well in the army provide lots of benefits both <laughs> on this side of the life and the afterlife but <laughs> murdering no good no good there will be riots so what we want to propose is building hospital around demon portal it's a voluntary basis so you go it's the end of your life you're about to die you make noble decision to join army after death and you give big hug to enemies in afterlife <laughs> and kill them. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. He turns pale and he goes, oh dear, I think we need all the counsel. And then he leaves and you see some halfling men and women. One changeling. There's now a changeling on the council. Wow, representation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they start talking amongst themselves. The room has a real sour tone. It's like nobody's happy with this, but it seems like your proposal has a pretty good chance of going over. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do is tell me what stat you think. I think this would be like empathy. Yeah. So here's how group roles work in Fate. We take the lowest person's score and then we add plus one for anyone who has something higher than that. Oh, okay. So one of you roll, and you are welcome to spend your fate point to boost your roll. So it's a plus two. Okay. Do I get to use the aspect of give surprisingly good advice again, or do I need to like fill in my last stunt, which is makes rousing speeches? Fill in your last stunt, and I'll let you add a plus two to this. So I rolled a zero, plus three empathy, so we're at a three. And then I have plus two, and then plus another two for the stunt that Yuri is doing. So I rolled a three for them. That is still much lower than a seven. You succeed with style and get to place an aspect. The aspect is we do a really good campaign and the people are on our side. <laughs> okay. So if you can see my index card, you have two free invokes on that. And then additional invokes would cost a fate point to use that aspect. Okay. It's like getting like a donor sticker on your driver's license. It's like you can donate <laughs> more organs and if I'm incapacitated, you can throw me in the portal. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> DNR. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go more big picture. We've been having you guys play this very like you and your characters deciding what happens. I want you guys to dictate more in general terms, how you guys go approach implementing the system, and we'll see if you cause chaos <laughs> or if this goes over okay. Politics and gameplay. I think our first step should be attending Cornelius's funeral and announcing another meeting for the next day, still on the subject of Cornelius or something, or getting on a radio talk show, like announcing that we'll be live on the radio. We'll be live on the airwaves tomorrow at noon. The halflings see this man as their savior, because nobody knows what he was doing. Yes. They just know he stopped the demons from killing everyone. So this would absolutely be like the Queen of England's funeral televised, and everyone is interested in you guys as he selected you as his successors. He must have thought you students would be morally gray enough to do what it takes. At the funeral, I want to give a very tactful and very nice and positive speech about Cornelius's <laughs> life and announce that 
the responsibility he entrusted us with has a lot of gravity and we're going to wait until tomorrow to come forward with more news about it. But I'm going to tell everyone to take the next 24 hours to enjoy the memory of the life of Cornelius. Give me an empathy roll and I'll let you use your stunt to okay. increase that by plus two. Okay, that is a five. That was just a passive opposition of one. People are fairly calmed by that. Everyone okay. is certainly intrigued to see what you have to say the next day. Okay, and then the next day we lay it out. Yeah. And Frank has given us enough time to do this. Frank did tell you the end of the day, but we'll say that Geary went and bargained for an extra day from Frank to set this all up. Yeah, so the next day, then we probably Hadrian lays out the situation and Yuri gives a motivational rousing speech about why everyone should follow it. Yes. Okay. I think that would be actually like a provoke role. Instead of like trying to provoke these people to anger, you're trying to provoke them to a cause. I have good provoke. Yeah, Yuri. Speech, speech, speech. <laughs> Four. Provoke. Oh. Okay. I am going to do an active opposition against this one. The people rolled a three. You rolled a four though, right? Uh-huh. I think Hadrian <laughs> should be in charge of like describing the situation as it was. And then Ernest comes in to like give the idealized version of what it could be. It's a twin effort. And then Yuri gives the rousing speech to motivate people to actually fill out that on their driver's license card. Okay. So you give this speech and... I mean, I don't think people are happy about it, but obviously most people would rather not have... Let me lay it out. This was essentially the halfling version of World War I. Thousands of people died and were massacred before this demon main was created. I don't think most people want to go back to that. And you guys successfully convinced people that this option is better. And so it works. The group that E had put together to dismantle the demon main kind of fizzles out. There are still people trying to stop this, but for the most part, people are on board. Can we get one last scene of the brothers interacting and running this hospital or something? Yes, absolutely. General hospital vibes <laughs> of like telenovela. Yes, an old halfling. He has filled up his assault diaper. He has come up to you guys for help. Doctors, can I get 20 cc's of ibuprofen stat? <laughs> he goes, I don't need ibuprofen. I need a new diaper. <laughs> we're losing him. We're losing him. <laughs> he just looks you dead in the eye and goes, no, and walks away. Throw me into the portal. <laughs> Ernest puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, He goes, I'm too old for this crap. And he walks in the portal. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it was okay. Just gonna try to comfort you a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making a difference. Well, I guess I have to be the optimistic one here, but uh, I think it all works out great. And then we jump in the air. Freeze frame. Yuri grabs the two brothers' hands and jumps in the air. Yeah. The Breakfast Club freeze frame at the end of the movie, except it's you guys, and Ooh. you have instituted euthanasia to save the people. <laughs> the freeze frame is like, you can see us in the foreground jumping, doing the pose, and then the background is the guy walking into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Will Momo find out that he's being manipulated towards godhood? 10 years, 12 months, two people per month, that's about 240 souls. How big of an army does Frank really need? And what's going to happen after the war? Our GM this week was Bo Wright. Editing was done by me, Ethan Despain. Our show art was made by Seth Prestwich. Our theme song was made by me with assistance from Bo Wright. We'll be back in two weeks.
the people rolled a three. You rolled a four, though, right? Uh huh. The people. Can I? Yeah, you can succeed. I help? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, they rolled a three. Four is higher than three. <laughs> yeah, Ethan, <laughs> I, I would still love to hear if you have a in character way that your character is per- helping this. I feel like it'd be more Hadrian helping by laying out the situation rationally. Okay. But I think it'd just be like the speeches that the two of us give to support the campaign from Yuri. Hadrian's like, let me tell you what it's the real world is like. What the real world's like. (laughs) I give the idealized imagination of Cornelius. Hadrian gives the real world situation. He gives gives a very depressing but motivating speech. Actually, okay, can I hear a sample of how a speech can be bold? depressing and motivating. <laughs> You're a dumbass if you don't do that. 